0: Talking football,
1: with Bangle Jim and friends, we're talking football, we hope this never ends, Jimmy James and Tom are back for more,
0: like Joey Reed, we're here for season four, with Bengal guests and stories not heard before.
2: There's Tony, Mark, and Jamie, as well as Archer charity, A Nation join in from far and wide. Every Tuesday
3: night, the guys are back at it
0: live. By the fans, for the fans, from day one, it's time to have some fun. We're
2: talking football, with Bangle Jim and friends. We're talking football, we hope this never ends. The bangle boys stop by to drop the speed. Don't get your popcorn ready and take a seat. Season four will and
1: with the Lombardi.
4: Good day, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Talking Football with Bagel Jim and friends. A victory Tuesday after a great Monday night whiteout game. And I see the names. Uh, we're just seeing these for the first time, guys. Underneath our names, we got all kinds of crazy stuff going on here. So, uh, Tom is Jamie Chaperone. Uh, Bougie Marcus, that wasn't my wreck. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't even know. Um, I don't own a red BMW. Guys, we're going to get to all these stories. <laughs> Why these names are on here. Uh, guys, what an amazing, amazing night last night. Uh, Cincinnati was on fire. Uh everybody wore their white except for one person in the entire stadium. Uh, We'll talk about (laughs) them later. Uh, (laughs) uh, But man, what a great game. What an unbelievable and amazing tailgates. Uh, We had people in from I don't know how many states, 20, 20, 25 different states. I don't know how many countries were in town. It was unbelievable. Guam was was there for sure. Wait, Uh, Ecuador, Belgium and
0: Germany were three of our prize winners.
4: Yep, we we knew we had a a Canadian or two. Uh, Mexico was there, Germany, London, we had everybody. So what a great environment that was, guys. And uh, we were just talking before we came on air, guys, that um, nobody left their seats the whole game. Tom went to the bathroom once, I think. But uh, at halftime, uh, you know, for the Ring of Honor, nobody left their seats. And uh, the crowd was extremely loud. I'm dragging right now, guys. I literally Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, uh, and now Monday night, I had a long, long four days and I'm on a struggle bus right now. I'm going to fight through it. Uh, but uh, good seeing everybody. What's up, everybody? Uh, James, uh, what do you think about yesterday, brother? It was awesome.
0: Uh, so much fun. And thank you to Jamie for pointing out this uh, stream yard now has this fancy white bubbles underneath so we can poke fun at each other with that uh, new option. But uh, no, great, uh, great time last night. Um, so much fun just as the you know the trailer park bluesies always um do a heck of a job pregame. I think that was the third year that they were there with us and um a lot of money raised Tony will talk about that a little bit later Mark's gonna have his video to uh to recap and it's just fun and, and a much needed um win I thought that the stadium was electric last night probably one of the um the loudest that I that I've heard everybody dressed in white as you said except for one person um, that looked cool. I, I think I was a little late walking down during the uh, phone light show, but uh, from what I saw on uh, pictures, that was pretty cool too. But um, no, appreciate everyone that, that came and, and hung out with us and um, got that much-needed win, and um, you know get the second one in Nashville this weekend.
2: Tom, what's your thoughts? It was it was a it was a gutty win. It was you know a win that was not necessarily pretty. But uh, we had a a quarterback that showed a lot of heart, didn't injure himself further, uh, ushered a really a struggling offense, especially in the first half through, and a defense that played really well in the first half. And then, uh, with the exception of that touchdown drive, was lights out in the second. It's been a long time since I've seen a Bengals team harass a quarterback like that. And the Rams are not a weak team. The Rams are a good team. They may not be an elite team, a Super Bowl champion like they were a couple years ago, but they're a good team. So that's no fluke to make it worth something. You uh, go down to Tennessee and win this weekend. And then we're back in business. Jamie.
5: Yeah. You know what, what you guys said, it was, it wasn't the prettiest game in the world, but it's a win. And, and I think, uh, yeah, like the stadium was absolutely insane. My ears are still ringing from how much noise was being made there last night. It was crazy. So yeah, it's just, it's great. You know, this could have been a whole other conversation if we were zero and three, or if Burrow got hurt or tweaked it, whatever. I'm just happy that we're not talking about that for a little while now. We just focus on Tennessee, who's not playing that great, and then hopefully we can be two and two after this week. Mr. Mark,
6: oh, I mean, it was amazing. It's great having Cincinnati Parks and having the village as part of the tailgate. Uh, you walk over the few times; it's absolutely. Pack. Um, and I mean as far as the game we know, the result is the narrative. So when you win, it's a gutty win, and if you lose, you're not good. So we won. That's all that really matters. We're on to the next week. At the end of the season, you know, if you walk away with the final prize, they're not gonna say, Yeah, but you look like crap when you beat the Rams Monday night. That doesn't matter. So
3: we got the dub on to next
5: Tony,
3: your thoughts? Uh, environment was this uh, crazy walking in that state of Bison. But uh, other than that, um, just enjoyed the atmosphere, the screaming, the yelling. Uh, it, was, it was great. Yeah.
4: Let's talk about the game a little bit, guys. Let's get into talk about the game. Then we can talk about the tailgate here in a little bit. Uh, um, Tom, let's just start – let's start off talking about the the obvious thing that everybody was watching, Joe Burrow. Uh, and, you know, the, the game plan around Joe Burrow and some of the gamesmanship by, by Coach Taylor uh, leading up to this. So uh, let's let's talk about uh, the, our offense and uh, protecting Joe Burrow yesterday uh, with that game plan. Well, yeah, first yeah. and foremost, I think the line has done a really
2: good, not great, really good job of protecting Joe these first three games. You look at the number of sacks. Uh, it was on social media today over the last five years. It's dramatically lower this year, he's not getting hit near as much. And and that's with him not being mobile in the pocket really whatsoever. I thought there were a couple times he could have taken off and run for first downs. and I don't know if he was coached to or he just thought, no, I better not. But it looked like he, by instinct he started to and pulled back. I think one time he threw the ball away, one time forced an incompletion, and one time did find a, a completion of the times I was counting. But, uh, no, they, they game planned around him. He was still throwing. A lot of those throws were quick timing patterns, and if it wasn't there, it wasn't there. He was throwing it in the ground. He was throwing it where it couldn't be caught. Uh, he played very smart. To a certain degree, we used the passing game uh, as our running game. with Some of those short passes very West Coast offense, late 60s, early 70s, uh, Bengal strategy when the West coast offense was implemented a little bit of that mentality, but no, I thought they tried to protect Joe with the game plan. And I think he followed the game plan. I don't think if he followed the game plan, he would have played been allowed to play the whole game, but no, I thought the offense played a smart game and the defense played, uh, like I said, an incredible game. A couple of guys I want to give shout outs to that get kicked around a lot by Bengal fans, at least one guy, Jonah Williams, on pro football focus. And it's good when you don't notice an offensive lineman. Played, had had a grade of 100. Perfect. No pressures, no sacks. And every time the Bengals ran behind him, there was positive yards and he blocked his man. So, you know, fantastic job. Hopefully the preseason is really over for our guys and they're playing in true form. And another one, I'm going to give credit to my son as we were leaving the game last night. He said to me, I don't remember seeing DJ Turner tonight. And I said, well, you're right. Aouzier must be strong enough now he can play the whole game. Come to find out DJ Turner played 40% of the snaps, either for Awuzie or for Hinton or Hilton, sorry, for Mike Hilton, and was not targeted. His coverage was that good last night. So, for the second year in a row, a high draft pick, a second-round draft pick, looks like Lou is really coaching up his guys to be ready to contribute and contribute in a big
4: way. Yeah, keep, keep going, guys.
5: I was going to say, it's interesting because, you know, uh, last week, home opener, T. Higgins couldn't miss, and Chase was like a ghost. This week, Chase is on fire, Higgins dropping, you know, clear catches, and then I, he he left the game with an injury, right? I don't know what the – if there's a today, did he come back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if he came back. I need him to catch one more ball from my fantasy team and like just one yard, but it doesn't matter. But this offense, though, like when when we get and hopefully it's this week in Tennessee when when both those guys get going, it's that's when the Bengals are gonna be back. And James and I were saying this to each other a lot last night. That safety net that we always have is is 83. You know, anytime Tyler Boyd's called upon. He just seems to make those catches on third down when you need him to. You know, everyone's, you know, chase, 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 Higgins, Higgins, Higgins. But uh, when you need that third down conversion or that third and nine, and we're going for it. TB seems to always be the guy to make that catch. And he played great last night too.
0: You, you know, the one guy that I'm always tough on, but um, gave the MVP award to for the first two games was, was Mixon. Um, the one shocking thing that, that I would say about last night, if, if you looked at, what um, what happened in the first half? Joe Burrow threw the ball 31 times. So if you're coming off the injury, the bruised calf, we know what was going on. You would think maybe they protect them a little bit more by by running the ball again, especially as good as as Mixon played. But uh, for Joe to throw the ball 31 uh, times in the first half, I think was a bit astonishing. They give him a little bit of a break, but again, when Mixon got the ball. Um, you know, we, we saw that beautiful touchdown run, you know, kudos to the line for, for opening up a, a nice hole there. But, um, you know, overall, you you got to be happy. Every win's not going to be pretty. You're not going to win by 14 points or do what Miami did last Sunday to win by, by 50. A win, a win is a win at the end of the day. And that's, you know, that's what we did. And, um, you know, came out rel- relatively healthy. I think the one thing, I'll switch it over to uh, Tony here and talk about um, that defensive side of the ball. Um I don't know how many sacks we ended up with last night, but uh, to see seven Mm -hmm, in the backfield. And then uh, I'm going to give shout out shout out to the Bengals boys um, who did a little last minute skit last night about Logan Wilson. Um, He goes out there and and has two interceptions. I'm going to credit them with uh, with um, what he did. And um, Tony, give us your thoughts on uh, what you saw from the defense last night.
3: Oh, they were phenomenal. Um, you know, Blue had a great plan going in there. Um, they executed it very well. And to be honest with you, you know, as uh, if you guys watched this uh, victory, uh, the locker room talk, um, you know, the, the offense was struggling in the first half, and that defense really kept us in it. So um, they did a really great job even at the goal goal line. We held them a, a few times at the goal line as well. You know, you had Reeder who got a sack. Hill got a sack. Um, you know, uh Dexter went in there and just hammered um, on him. And then you got Trey and Hubbard. So uh, the whole line did a great job. So can't ask for much more than that.
6: Absolutely. And I would say, you know, at the beginning of the season, when we lost the safeties, you know, a lot of the talk was what we lost in experience, we gained in versatility. And I think we saw a lot of that last night. Uh, Dax played in the slot some. I saw Hilton switch into like a linebacker role. Uh, you know, Hubbard plays his, like, uh, QB spy. I mean, there, there was a few things that we did that we do differently. I mean, you know, Logan was there for both of those picks. It was kind of a coverage. Um, so, I, you know, I, I was really impressed with the versatility, you know, and then just Henderson was an animal. Uh, and I got to shout out Miles Murphy. Uh, that was a play where he ran on at the last second, and him and Hubbard ran a stunt, and Hubbard absolutely crushed. Stafford, <laughs> he got crushed a few times last night. Uh, but that was a nice play by him. You know, he hasn't been able to do much yet, so it was nice to see him have a nice play.
4: Yeah, it, it was interesting. I mean, if you're just – if you're the Rams uh, coaching staff and you're game-planning for the Bengals, knowing Joe Burrow's limited, what are you going to do? Uh, they're going to game-plan against the run because they think they're going to get – I mean, they were stacking the box. They were telling the Bengals to throw the damn football, and they came out just slinging the ball. Shot <laughs> of how many times Burrow threw the ball, but – You know, uh, they were stacking the box. Joe Burrow made the reads, and he was getting rid of the ball quick, uh, extremely quickly. But uh, I I think one of the, uh, not only Logan Wilson, but one of the other uh, also um, MVPs of the game was Evan McPherson, guys. I know he missed. uh, I know. I think he missed one early in the game, kind of. But man, I tell you what, those those other ones were money, man. Those without Evan McPherson making those other field goals, I don't. We don't win that damn game, guys. So, uh, and then the last thing I want to hit on it. The touchdown early in the game, the first drive. Uh, we talk about a game of inches. <laughs> um, the Bengals gave up that long touchdown. Uh, the guy stepped out. Uh, we got a sack. And we pushed, It held him to a field goal from yes. seven-point deficit to a three. Um, guys, uh, these guys, the game planned really well. The coaching staff, you got to give kudos to. Uh, these players knew, the offensive line knew what they were up against, making sure they protected Burrow. And we know we needed a great defensive uh, game plan as well. I, I tell you what, I was I, – I, I don't know who said it earlier, but these Rams are, are no slouch team, Tom, like you said earlier. Uh, I was very impressed all around with the offense, the defense, special teams, and the coaching staff A-plus guys because uh, that they game plan very well for this.
2: One team that was a slouch last night and was coming right at me, and then you, know, you guys are on the south end zone, I'm in the north. That pass interference call against T. Higgins was horrid.
5: Yeah, it was bad. Horrid.
2: They they were they were they were going back and forth, but the the defender had the inside of his jersey, grabbed it with both hands, and pulled him in. Right when the ref threw the flag, uh, the argument might have been the ref because it was on the inside of his body, could not see that. But you know there are other other guys out there. So all due respect to our beloved commissioner who claims. Officiating has never been better in the history of the league. (laughs) Now that we're, you know, they're still stuck in neutral, if not Mm -hmm. going backwards a little bit. But you know, had the Bengals had that, that would have been Joe's longest completion of the year, and you know, we'd have been knocking on the door for a TD there, and you know, game could have been a lot more relaxing. So, hopefully, I, I think even with the win last night and the problems of the first two weeks, we can see where they have to improve. And they can improve. I think they will improve, and you know, just keep getting better. But you know, it all comes down to a big win on Sunday.
5: Yeah, there's obviously some stuff they still need to clean up. There was a few false starts there. I think it was like three or four in a row on that one drive, which was like there was that last one they called, but definitely wasn't. I didn't see it. But and Burrow said that in the press in the in the press conference. App. There's Still some stuff to clean up, but. And I have no problem saying this. I was, I was on the side of sitting Joe Burrow, um, but, you know, finding out before the game is going to play, you just have to trust that they're going to make the best decision for the team
4: and uh, obviously happy with their results. So. Hey, Jamie, you weren't, you weren't the only one. I mean, you, the conversations around the tailgate, everybody, there was, I would say probably a vast majority of people probably felt the same way you did, Jamie. And and I guess the last thing I'm going to say to this this game, and you guys can close it out talking about this game. We've got a lot of stuff to hit on here today, guys. Guys, I'm telling you, the fans made an absolute difference in that game yesterday. Um, again, uh, everybody's showing up. nobody leaving the seats. They were loud. And, Jamie, last night I woke up a couple times in the two hours of sleep I got. Uh, my ears were literally ringing. Uh, I mean, till to all day today I got this ringing in my ear. Uh, Tony's watch, uh, his Apple watch kept going off saying sound alert, (laughs) you know, uh, the decimals were getting really high. I'm like, what the hell? I've never seen that before. And I'm I'm proud of the Bengal fans. They did everything they could. And I think all of Cincinnati day was struggling with lack of sleep and sore throats and not being able to talk clearly, but I'm proud of the fan base, man. They killed it last night. They absolutely killed it.
5: Yeah, they definitely, it, it feels like we made a difference too with all that noise that we were causing. Yeah, sure.
4: Yeah. Uh, James, you want to go ahead and hit on uh, the tailgate discussion from yesterday as well?
0: Yeah, we I mean, can probably slide into uh, Mark's video first. If you want to um, cue that up, Jamie, I think yep. uh, Mark does a great job of uh, encompassing what goes on. Uh, if you haven't been down this year, we talked about it on the show, but uh, we partnered with the Cin- Cincy Parks, which basically doubles our footprint. Right? So there's more room, there's picnic tables. Um, we've added so many new features. We've heard nothing but positive feedback. You know, Icky um, Woods with his tent, Bengal Pits with their own tent, David Fulcher there with uh, his own tent to meet and greet fans. Um, Skyline is, has the opportunity to bring their trailer in. Um, Donato's has has their own place. Obviously, Bengal Pits is underneath, or not Bengals Pits. Everything Bagels underneath that food tent, along with our wings. So it's just really afforded us the opportunity to to spread out. Um, we've also um, had some high top tables that it looks like everybody was um, enjoying last night as well. So let's watch Mark's uh, video here. I, I guarantee you he does a, a great job of um, encompassing what happened for those that uh, couldn't make it down last night for uh, for the pregame festivities. Go ahead, hey Jamie.
4: Hey, Jamie. I'm sorry. Can I say what? Well, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot to say something earlier, guys. We have Skyline gave us uh, six of the Houda cups, the whole series, and a $50 gift card. So tonight, Somebody in, in the chat You have to be you have to subscribe or follow us on Facebook and YouTube. You have to subscribe or follow, and you got to make some sort of comment throughout the night or ask it some sort of question to be eligible to win that. And we'll pick uh, a winner of those six Hude cups from Skyline with a fifty dollar gift card uh, by the end of the show tonight. So sorry about are that. Are we
6: eligible?
4: I need those cups. Nobody on the screen is eligible, but your fam- your dependents are, your fam- family members are. So make sure they're on there making comments. <laughs>
5: All right. Um, We will see you back here in three minutes after Mark's recap on the mark week three. Here we go.
2: Thank you, Jim. I really really appreciate that, you know, and I hope everybody's drinking Kenny's day drinking lager for 16 minutes. The day is purposeful because you can drink it all day and
6: into the night, right?
4: And great job, Mark. So, there's some of the great pictures and videos there, man. Gave me goosebumps just watching the video and the pics and the, and the tailgate. Everybody just having such a great time. So, I, that's that's awesome.
6: Absolutely. Every time I watch it, even though I put it together and all that, when I watch it back on the show, I smile every time. So I get to think about it's all the great times that you may not catch on film, that you have you to see people and, hey, how you doing? And, you know, you to see them in six or seven months and you give them a big hug. It's great to see them and just keep going and just, I mean, having the park, cooking parts of what I say again, it's absolutely amazing. You know, we were kind of always over there, but having their official permission and the whole thing, I mean, I think there's like a snow cone truck down there, Brooklyn got a icy. I mean, it's, it's just awesome. it's an absolute great time. I can't believe we're not going to be back until October 15th. I thought about that on the bus ride to my car last night. I was actually sad
4: a little bit. The, bo- the bus ride it was a short bus ride. I had to get Mark back to uh, his car back at the back at the office there. So
0: I think uh, everybody on the screen is, has to give a, a ride to Mark back to the uh, to the office. We all just take our take our turns helping our little buddy out. It's like one and a half miles.
4: We've already been
0: five <laughs> minutes later.
4: Like Forty five minutes to get that two ninety two. That's
0: that's Mark's famous uh, famous lines. But if you like to, uh, anything you'd like to discuss tonight. Um, we didn't schedule a guest so we could purposely um, interact with, with the fans. So if you have a question, I see Jamie's highlighting some in the chat area. Feel free to um, to put those um, in there. We'll pop them up on, uh, on the screen, and uh, we'll, dis- we'll discuss it. We want to um, talk about the uh, upcoming Nashville tailgate, Jimmy, real
4: quick. Yeah, man, go ahead, behind get, Jamie. That, get that kicked off because we got to – if they don't get their tickets before midnight, what happens tonight, James? Yeah, so we're going to pop up the graphic for those
0: heading down to Nashville this weekend. Uh, we will be doing a um, another Bengals private party um, Sunday. Um, the address is 400 Davidson. We'll, we'll share it. Um, I don't have it right in front of me now. It's going to start at 8 a.m. We've got a private secured lot, um, indoor restrooms, which are nice for, uh, for tailgating. So we'll have those there. Uh, Tonight, uh, again, because we need to get a head count of of who's going to be there, making sure logistically we have everything set. So tonight is the last night to get those tickets at the uh, pre-sale price. So if you plan on heading to Nashville, um, you have until midnight to get those. Um, After tonight, they're going to go up um, $10. Um, So get those. Uh, Our friends at Graders are going to be there. Bengals boys are going to do a little bit of a longer skit than what they did last night. Um, in Nashville on, on Sunday, people have asked about food. Um, there will be a food truck there uh, that will have food available for purchase. While we're on the show, I got a, a, a notice or question about parking. Um, the 50 spots they gave us around our tailgate area have, have sold out. Um, we know many people are Uber over or uh, walk over across the bridge from downtown. But um, if you're wanting a parking spot, we're trying to secure more. Matter of fact, after the show tonight, I have a conference call with the, uh, the owner of that lot to um, dot some I's and cross some T's. But uh, again, we want everybody to um, take advantage of the, of the lower price. Get those tickets um, tonight for the um, pre sale price because uh, they will go up after tonight so we can get a good uh, logistic count. For those that were there last year, you know what the party is. Um, for those that were in Tampa, Last year, it's probably going to be even bigger than uh, than what we had in, in Tampa. And, um, you know, there was a line to to get in there. So if you haven't uh, made your plans, we'd love for you to join us um, a Sunday morning. And um, it's going to be, uh, be a lot of fun. Anything I'm forgetting on that, Jimmy?
4: Uh, no, I mean, just look, man, I've been doing this for a long time, 31 years tailgating, guys. And one of the top three tailgate experiences in my life uh, – was in Nashville two years ago. Last year was outstanding, but, uh, guys, Nashville's a destination city, and the ticket prices are starting to go down a little bit on that. But, really, uh, it, it, if it's anything like it's been the past few years, there will be as many Bengal fans in that stadium uh, than there will be Nashville fans. So come down, uh, enjoy the weekend in Nashville. Beautiful place. Uh, love Broadway, uh, but come down and join us down there. We've got DJ Trub spinning on the ones and twos. Kinkley from Cincinnati Music Accelerators driving the, st- the the trailer down with the stage. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Food trucks. We're it's, it's going to be a blast, guys. And, and James, talk a little bit more about the the facility. Right, we got we got a private indoor facility for restrooms and stuff like that as well. Yeah, we do. It's going to be a fully
0: paid lot, so you're not going to have to worry about that. Um, some people have asked, and we bring our own uh, beverage of choice. You um, can. There'll also be some um, available. I'm actually trying to. There it goes. Put me link to tickets in the um, chat now. So if you haven't um, got them. Uh, was just the and um, also, I, I see Carmen's on here from, from out west. Um, the Arizona tickets are also on sale. So if you plan on going to Arizona, um, same thing next week. Um, the pre-sale price on those will uh, be off. So if, if you're going to be in Nashville, we'd love to have you pre-game. Starts at 8 a.m. Um, come early. Come hang out. It's going to be, uh, going to be a lot of fun.
5: If you drive a red BMW, though, you cannot park in the
4: parking lot. Anybody that was at the tailgate yesterday will understand exactly uh, what that's about. I don't right. think we need, I don't think we need to dig into that, <laughs> but that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> do we have a picture of that? I mean, do we want to show that, or were you able? To, uh, it. it's, your, it's your call, Jimmy. I can no, show. It. It's not my call. It's not me in the picture. There it
5: is. <laughs>
0: This,
4: this. Uh, okay, the best part about it is you see Harrison the comedian uh, to the left of him just looking back like what is this dude doing <laughs> laughing it's the best picture ever Yeah, that's so, my, it's my wallpaper on my phone yeah. now so, just <laughs> a quick story guys everybody all those cars are supposed to be out of, out of the parking lot that's where the stage was going to be for the band last night and of course the one car that's left in there out of hundreds of parking spots is where our stage is supposed to be. So we pivoted early, put the stage up. James, I, and Jamie were going back and forth of where that should be, and uh, <clears throat> literally it was there the entire tailgate. And uh, you know we didn't want to get it. We didn't want him towed, so we didn't want to get him towed out of there. But it was supposed to be out of that lot. <laughs> it was there the whole tailgate. People were just taking random pictures with the red BMW in the middle of the tailgate yesterday. Awesome. I will
5: tell you one thing though. I I truly believe this. So when we went back there after the game, it was gone. Yeah. And then when James went back this morning for a truck, it was there. So I have a theory. I think dude who owned that car was at the tailgate. He walked over and then <laughs> I there's no way I'm admitting that this is my car. And he hung out, and he's probably the guy in the back watching me <laughs> on the hood of the
4: car. But oh uh, that's a theory. That's a you know what, Jamie? That's that you're probably right, man. Enough,
5: if I walked over there at 515. <laughs> And saw that I wouldn't say a word. I would get my free slice of pizza, my free ponies, have a couple <laughs> drinks, pretend I know what's going on, and then oh. as soon as you guys all leave the other game, I'm
0: booting it out of there. Not to be like, <laughs> black-
4: <laughs> he jetted speaking, quick.
0: <laughs> speaking of ponies, Luke has a uh, a good question in the uh, in the chat here, and Jimmy, I'll let you um, address it. You can see Luke's question because we know Skyline's a. A partner with us this year, uh,
4: really stepped
0: up the program. So do you want to touch on this for uh, for a minute? Yeah, let me hit on – I'm going to hit on
4: the three major food sponsors real quick. They're partners, I should say, really, at the end of the day. Uh, Everything Bagel, I think, had over 500 white-out bagels. They were white and black. They were awesome cream cheese. Um, It was unbelievable. Donato's, I think, had like 1,500 slices of pizza gone by 6 o'clock. The Monday night games, people come from work hungry, man. I did not And I had this first time I ever had their hot honey pizza. Uh, I ordered on- one tonight. I ordered one of those tonight. It's so good, dude. On point, on point. Yeah. The pineapple thing, you know, uh, you know, I, I I'll eat it. I don't love it, but pineapples on pizza. Sometimes I go back and forth on it. But, um, Skyline, uh, we made an arrangement with them. They were going to bring a thousand conies. I'm not charge you for a thousand conies for this tailgate. The first game we went through a thousand conies in an hour and a half, guys. An hour and a half, a thousand conies. Steve and his wife uh, in, in home office just have been outstanding to work with. Um, the second game, they said, "Hey, we're going to keep it at a thousand conies, but if we go beyond the thousand, we could we'll do up to fifteen hundred. That the last five hundred, they they're going to have to sell. Uh, so they were selling anything over a thousand conies. They were selling uh, from Skyline. Now the portion of those, um, I think a thousand bucks, is going to go right to us uh, to our five hundred one c three for the tailgate." Uh, look, it has been a long couple of days. I have not really had detailed conversations in the follow-up, but I know they went through 1,500 Coneys. Uh, so that's $1,000, um, those last 500 that they're donating uh, back to the tailgates uh, for us to help compensate and pay for the park and everything else. So um, I don't think anybody complained about it. Um, you know, it's it's interesting now with, with the tailgate being so spread out, we're seeing less donations in the food buckets uh, that are around to help us pay for not the food necessarily, but all the other expenditures that we have. So. We're trying to make sure we're not in a big hole here, big deficit. But and, and Skyline doing that, charging for the last 500 conies is a pretty awesome deal for us. You guys might
5: actually watch me get hit by lightning live. I saw on. that. I, I saw thought that.
0: it was like the boat yeah. on a river, signing the light up. And
5: just, I legit down. might die. <laughs> this one might be the most watched episode ever on replay. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it was. Um, speaking of tailgates, there's another question about Jacksonville. We will have those available. Let us get through Nashville and, and Arizona, and then we will have all the, the details and particulars for um, for Jacksonville. But yes, we are planning another fun event for um, for Jacksonville.
4: Yep. So before we move on again, just to remind everybody before the end of the show, somebody's going to win six uh, Skyline Cups with a fifty dollars gift card. So stay tuned. Make sure you're making comments in there. So keep going, James. I'm sorry, Bud. No, that's it. Um, Donato, uh, let's
0: see what what Bill say here. My chat takes a little time to pop up. Hot uh, honey mood. wings.
4: Oh, that would be breaking news here on Bengal Jim and Friends. Oh, oh, hey, this is man, this is breaking news. Hot uh-huh. honey wings. Is it the It's hey Bill, just let us know. Is that the same sauce you're throwing on top of the pizza? Because if it is, that's a great idea. I'm just saying that's groundbreaking. Um, man, that sounds delicious. I didn't know the. I was ordered the pizzas and their hoagies there, man. I I got to get some wings. I haven't had their wings yet. So. Jay
0: Bird, uh, here's another comment in the chat about um, family in Nashville. So I, I, I'm not sure um, what he's asking, but any of our events are, are family friendly, whether you have a, a three-year-old, a 53-year-old, um, you're more than welcome to attend. One nuance um, for both Nashville and Arizona, if you're under 21, um, you won't need a ticket. So if you have – Young kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews that want to come. 100%, 100% family-friendly. Uh,
4: yes, you're more than welcome uh, to come and hang out. And Jay, hey, hey, here's, here's something else I noticed yesterday. You know how we have preseason games, and there's just a boatload of kids, right? Like, I mean, a mass amount of kids, young kids there at the tailgate, right, and in the game. Like Yesterday at the tailgate, in the game, I, I couldn't believe the amount of young kids. I thought it was awesome to see walking around uh, – looking for Tony the tiger. Some of the kids were scared to talk to him. Some kids love go and give Tony a big hug. Uh, so after the game was over, but I'm not kidding. It's two o'clock in the morning. I get to the gas. I need to get the gas. I uh, get all the way to the gas station up here by the house. And on the back of the, on the back of the, uh, the bus was a can of beer in one of the koozies. I drove up 75, uh, hit 74, pulled in the gas station and Trisha gets out the back. She's pulled out. Hey, Jimmy, this was on the back of the bumper. Took a picture. I couldn't believe that damn thing didn't fall off. So, just that koozie's amazing. It mean, evidently sticks to buses, evidently. But, uh, but anyway, uh, there did was an open container for that, Jimmy? I don't know. <laughs> I, I could have got pulled over But what was funny was in the uh, the gas station, there was a minivan uh, with a, a mom and dad and three kids, probably between eight and fourteen years old. And it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And the kids are getting out of the car, just kind of stretching legs. Dad's pumping the gas. I'm saying hi to him, Say great game, talking to the kids. And I asked dad, I was like, dad, are they going to school tomorrow? He goes, mom and I just talked about it. We're not going to – they don't have to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> great, great mom and dad's right, letting them off school for one day uh, for a, a national holiday here in Cincinnati, the Whiteout game on, on Monday Night Football. That's,
2: that's, that's called right. a mental health day. But, uh, <laughs> on, uh, on that note, Jimmy, you know, it's been really special, and you and I have talked about it a little bit, the last several years – not just the changing in the organization and, and how they've reached out to the public and, and the people that work in the front office and how they deal with us, but the young people, not just people in their twenties you know, who have helped fill that stadium. And now there's a waiting list for season tickets. And from what I understand, a pretty long waiting list over ten thousand. But you know, it's the narrative of, of the negative people they're done. You know, even if this year is not a success, I think the negativity is done. I think people got tired of the negative people. And, you know, they enjoy coming together. They enjoy rooting for our team. They enjoy the success. They enjoy this team and the guys that make it up. Um, And, you know, you see that in the age of uh, the kids running around. I mean, you know, everybody's got a Burrow or a, uh, a Chase or a T. Higgins or a McPherson or Logan Wilson, or Dax Hill, Jersey. You know, it's it's fantastic. These guys have really set this team and this city up for a fabulous run, not just these next couple of years, but for a generation to come. And it, it means so much. Yep.
6: One thing but, I also say to that is that, you know, it's nice that some of the players' families feel comfortable to come down and hang out. You know, Both the families, they're there every week. Uh, Jalen that daddy comes out. He's really cool. He comes and hangs out. I mean, it's just—it's a family atmosphere. You know, my kids were down there. It's just—it's a great time. You know.
4: Yeah, uh, Sean Davis, the, the ex-Bengals offensive lineman. I didn't, was there. I didn't even know. Um, uh, Sean Smith. I'm sorry, Sean Smith, the defensive lineman. De- de- I'm sorry, defensive lineman. Uh, put something on social media today, talking about how it was great to spend time with his uh, his buddies, the teammates, and. And by the way, that Bengal Jim and Friends tailgate experience was absolutely on fire. Never been, never seen anything like that before. So uh, just a fun time and appreciate everybody being part of that. But I think we're at uh, charity time right now. Right, James? Yeah, Let's,
0: uh, that's why I keep popping this comment up. Um, perfect segue. Um, the gentleman that's going to be in Nashville this weekend. Uh, little guy's first preseason game. I mean, this segment perfectly into um, – what Tony's going to talk about—not only charity, but it's his tickets—because um, I believe there was a, a young gentleman there last night um, that had um, tickets donated from a gracious donor that um, joined us, and I know that's one of your topics tonight, Tony. So why don't you take away with your segment?
3: Yeah, so it's one of my favorite things that uh, we call it a Tony's Tickets for Kids. Uh, it's basically based on um, donated tickets or purchased tickets, which we, uh, you know, we, uh, try to get the first timers to go, um, to those, uh, those games. So, uh, our winner, uh, yesterday was named Jared, Gerald. Um, he was 12 years old and, uh, he, he did a video. Some of the submissions are really funny to watch. And one of the things that caught my attention was, uh, he's from Cleveland. So he said, uh, that he moved back to Cincinnati two years ago and he was rescued from those Cleveland fans. So, uh, you know, I chuckled a little bit about that. So, uh, but, yeah, he enjoyed the first game, talked to his mom. Uh, he absolutely uh, enjoyed it and had a great time. So thanks to David Hickcock for uh, donating them tickets, as well as Ron Boyle, who uh, makes custom change for all the kids that uh, uh, come to their games for the first time. So it was an absolute uh, uh, joy. And on that same note, um, Core or uh, Care Sources, uh, um, who is the new sponsor for um, the Bengals, has uh graciously donated um so we're going to have four tickets to send uh two more uh two more kids and their chaperones uh to that game as well so looking forward to that as well so thank you for them for that
0: that's a picture from last just, night with a right, representative
3: there from, there with uh, yep perfect and tony do
5: you want to introduce our guests we're going on, on?
3: Uh, just a couple updates real quick on the charity and then we can bring them on for the, the duck race. Uh, so Nashville, we talked about that tailgate. So uh, we're going to continue our charity efforts there as well. It's going to be for the Kidney Foundation. We have a Ted Karras signed uh, jersey that will be uh, giving away for that. So uh, if you guys are coming to that, make sure you get that as well. Um, and then our next uh, duck race is for Alzheimer's Association. Uh, we're going to be doing a duck race. And also the, the Seattle, uh, Seattle uh, tailgate is also going to be uh, for that organization as well. Um, and then one last thing, we have a uh, star Starshine hospice for Cincinnati children's hospital. We have an event October 14th, uh, which we're also going to be helping them. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to be there and I'm pretty sure Jimmy's going to try to be there as well. Um, so we can sponsor that event and uh, help that out. That's a great cause as well. So with that being said, uh, introduce uh, this week's Duck Race, which is uh, the Brooks Joshua Anderson Foundation. I have Josh and Jamie, husband and wife, and um, they're going to be joining us to talk about their foundation. There we go.
0: Oh, there we are. Hi, how are you guys?
3: <laughs> Welcome, guys. Hi, how are you guys doing? Thank
0: you. So, Josh, having
3: Jamie, uh, I appreciate you guys joining us. And, uh, you know, this is another, uh, not only do we raise money for organizations and foundations, but Uh, One of the greatest things that we like to do is we bring attention to those organizations as well. And unfortunately, uh, this was a tragic situation, but it had an outcome where you guys created this uh, foundation to help others. So if you can just talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, September 13th, 2015, uh, we had our our first son, Brooks, Uh, is born a a healthy, happy boy, Um, just basically thriving in every sense of, of the words. Um, and unfortunately on January 28, 2016, uh, he took a nap at daycare and never woke up. Um, and so like all death, uh, it was just a complete gut punch, uh, for us. And, uh, we decided to kind of turn that pain into purpose. Uh, we started the, the, Brooks Joshua Anderson foundation. Uh, it was really just kind of a, a grieving ritual to start, uh, something that, that could, we could focus our attention um, on him uh, keep his little legacy alive and it's grown into so much more and it's just been uh, truly amazing just to see this thing uh, blossom these last few years It was a lot of work as we got this thing going uh, but it's been a lot of fun as, it, as we settled in and, and got it all figured out to um, make it a celebration celebrate Brooks's life and then his impact um, that he continues to have we've given away, $21, two thousand dollars scholarships to local high school kids here in Casper, Wyoming. Um, we've donated over $100,000 to Sudden Infant Death Research. We have a, a partner institute at Seattle Children's uh, that does incredible work, and, and they're finding out new stuff every day. They're partnered with Microsoft AI, and, and it's just so cool to, to see that. And uh, In addition to that, uh, we're working on uh, another program where locally here we'll buy uh, up to 200 uh, cribets. Oops, sorry, guys. For, uh for our uh, uh local families in need uh to provide them with with safe sleep opportunities if they don't have that and so um, we've got brooks's name going out all the time and, and it's it's a truly a blessing to to talk about him and we appreciate you guys having us on to to share him and, and share the work that we're doing
3: so tell us so i know you guys got a relationship with uh, our uh, our linebacker Logan wilson so uh, tell yeah. us about how that came about and you know, and, uh, how he's been helping you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, is a, as a teacher and coach, it's my 15th year, uh, here at Natrona County high school. Um, I started my first two years, I, I coached high school basketball, uh, and middle school football. And so I, I got to see this kid, uh, that went to a, a, a rival middle school. Um, he's the athletic kid had a flat top haircut, but he, he moved well. Um, and just was a, a, a sweet young man. Um, Fortunate for us, he came to high school in the Toronto County High School, and I got uh, the opportunity to work with him as an assistant football coach, uh, an assistant basketball coach. And and that's really where our our relationship began. Um, It was a lot more like kind of coach-player. But over time, it it evolved into much more than that. Um, And and it's just super special. Uh, Logan is is freshman year of uh, of college, uh, redshirt freshman. He experienced the same things that that 90 percent of kids that go to college do. You know, you're sitting there second guessing things and and think you need to be somewhere else. And so him and I's relationship grew. We talked about every single day about, you know, what he's doing. And we tried to kind of come together with that. And and I tried to provide him with support, knowing that he's where he needs to be. And this is going to be the greatest thing for him. You fast forward, it was six, seven months later is when Brooks died. Um, and sure enough, he's the guy that's calling our house. He's the guy that every single time he comes to town, he's stopping and coming and sitting on our, our, our couch before he even goes and sees his parents. Um, and it just speaks to, to the man that he is. He's, he's special. He's wise beyond his years. Um, he's an old soul. He can sit there. He never tried to fix our situation. Uh, the worst thing in the world, all he did is – he sat down, he listened, and he was present, and, and it just was beautiful and um, fortunate for that. And and that's just continued um, on as we've gone on. Uh, my son Maddox, or our son Maddox, uh, and myself were uh, lucky enough to, to be in his wedding. Uh, we have Sunday dinner. Morgan and Jamie uh, coordinate that during the offseason. So we spend a lot of time with them, and, and uh, they're truly great friends, best friends that uh, – I don't think we ever saw that trajectory when, when I first saw him walk in uh, to Natrona County high school that long ago.
3: Cool. That's unbelievable. Hey, Jimmy, Jamie, you got any questions?
5: No, uh, we're doing a, we're doing a duck race, right? Is that what we're doing? Yep. Or,
3: uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. KBR donated a print and then uh, Logan Wilson signed it for us and uh, we were able to sell 70 ducks all that's going directly to the foundation. So uh, congrats on that. And I'm glad we were able to be a part of it and help. So uh, Jamie, if you want to go ahead and get that duck race going. Yeah. Hey,
4: Jamie, Jamie uh, Josh, have you guys seen one of these duck races before?
6: We did some research, or I did. Had to do some research today. Yes, I watched an episode and saw it done. So okay. it's exciting. Yeah. I'm
2: all in. Yeah. Just
4: want to make sure, you, you know, we get some people to think we're stapling names on ducks and throwing them in a lake. <laughs> it's, not happening. it's all virtual. Uh, all for fun. We have our, our resident duck caller here. Tom uh, will be doing the, uh, the the call of the race here going down the mighty Ohio River here. So, uh, Jamie, Tom, take it away.
5: All right. So, there are 70 names in the draw that Tony had sent to me. So, we'll put them in. And we'll go 60 seconds, Tom. Is that what you want to do? Fair enough. All right. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of ducks. All right. Tom, Are you, are, you, are you ready with the call, Tom?
2: Ready to go. They're at the post.
5: All right. Here we go.
2: <laughs> and they charge out from the 275 bridge. You never want to lead early, but Kate Swenson's duck in the head. <laughs> Sorry, like Kate. I'm not winning. <laughs> duck number seven, dressed like one of those ugly 1930s Pittsburgh Steelers jersey surges, but uh, now is falling off. Amy Hoffman with a red duck looks pretty good. Richard Arner's got a purple duck looking pretty good. They slam down down by the East End, coming through. Man, they are bunched up. There's a lot of bumping going on. we could have, we could have like that coming down the stretch past the Montgomery Inn Boathouse. We got a lot of chargers and a lot of
5: slipping back.
2: Amy Hoffman looking good coming up, Oh, Thank sliding you. back. Right
5: behind the YMCA hat there.
2: <laughs> that is a really weird hat. We could have a photo <laughs> finish, but charging. Coming
1: to Austin, let's go. Oh, Lord. congratulations! Right on! It's That's coming awesome.
3: back So, do you know uh, Austin? Then, yeah, yes.
1: absolutely. He's one of Logan's best buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. That's super really cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It'll look good. They and, just uh, have a, a little girl, Lainey. So, I'm sure that'll look just perfect
4: in her uh in her nursery okay. room <laughs> so tony Tony, we, what was it, about eighteen hundred dollars we raised tonight
3: yeah just almost yeah it was uh yeah almost eighteen hundred bucks for them so it's a, it's a awesome, great guys. cause um i love i love the story you know unfortunately of what happened but the the relationship with one of our players and how true they are to you know their causes as well um it's just amazing i, I love uh being able to showcase these type of things so mm-hmm. Again, thanks, Jamie and Josh, for joining us and helping yep. us out with
1: this. And uh, yeah, J- if I Jamie, can say one thing too, uh, just Southern Ohio in general, we got the opportunity to come out this summer uh, for Logan's Celebrity Softball Game, uh, and it was ah. absolutely incredible. We had we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Uh, we knew that Brooks was or the the foundation was going to be a part of that. Um, Kettering Health, uh, Clear Vision—they put on a, a great show and 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 helped us raise. Some more money, and, and it was just truly humbling to see all those Bengals out there uh, with our little logo on their sleeve. And so we're hopeful to to do it for for many more years, at least five more. And and uh, uh, just was so grateful. And so we're so appreciative to, to the Cincinnati, Dayton area too. You guys are just salt of the earth people. You remind us a lot of of Wyoming folk out here. So thank you guys so much,
4: Jamie. Jamie, Josh, I'll tell you, uh, Tony hit on it earlier. It's just it's not just about the money being raised but this is the first i've heard about this so the aware about what you guys are doing so the awareness around uh what you guys are doing and bringing to the table and uh i we need more more people in the world like you guys thank you so much uh for for doing what you guys are doing and thanks for uh being part of the show this evening and and tell everybody you know that 1750 whatever it is almost 1800 how does that help you guys uh at the end of the day what, what is it what does that do for the foundation
1: Absolutely. We give away uh, about four $2,000 scholarships. So you think about that. It's almost uh, one scholarship. Yeah. For one of our, our, our local students, uh, you think in terms of cribs, the cribs that we buy are about 75 bucks a piece. Uh, and so it's, it's a, a, a good amount of those as well. And so it's, it's really incredible about 20 cribs. And so um, it just does a lot. It's, it's, it's so awesome. It's humbling. This is kind of our off season. We do a big golf tournament and so to, to have money coming in in the fall is 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 truly humbling and, and we're grateful for that.
4: Good. All right, thanks, sir. Thanks for being with us this Very awesome. We appreciate you guys being part of the show.
1: Absolutely. We'll see you guys December tenth. Who We'll see
0: you. All
5: right. We'll add Bougie, Mark, and James back in here.
0: There we go. We are uh, we are back from. Our-
5: that was quite the entertaining duck race there, well, a good, good call on that, buddy.
2: Very yeah. good. That, that is as physical a duck race as
5: I think we've had. I may not be a Cincinnati re, uh, resident, but I got a few of your references there. It was very
4: creative. <laughs> very creative. All right. It's time, boys. This is the two-minute warning. guess we, we downloaded the wrong one, so that's all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Go ahead. Off. Marky Mark. Go ahead.
6: Oh, a couple things. Uh, if, if you ever stop by the bagels, uh, everything bagels. Those things are great snack in the third quarter. I love those things. Uh, I couldn't eat anything but my fingernails so last night. I was a little nervous at the game, but usually they're taste awesome. Um, and you know, we were talking earlier about you know uh, the ugly win, but when you look at what's so funny. <laughs>
4: Just ignore ignore,
6: ignore the Canadian and the guy
4: in oh, Eastside. I'm
5: sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to put up what you were talking, Mark, but I just thought this was, this was funny. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Chris <laughs> Evans, the Bengals player. I, I, Mark,
5: I, I meant to favor it to put up later, but I clicked on it by mistake. Like, I'm, I'm sorry.
6: Oh, no worries. Um, you know, when we look at the schedule at the beginning of the season, we always look at the schedule and say, you know, this is a win, this is a loss. But, you know, things are ugly win. You know, Indianapolis, they're 2 and 1. They just beat the team that beat up. Uh, you know, Arizona doesn't necessarily look like an easy game. So all that matters is the Dove. So everybody have a safe trip down to Nashville and bring that Dove back.
3: Tony? Yeah, looking forward to uh, Nashville uh, this weekend. And hopefully we uh, can get our uh, two and two going. Um, the tailgate was awesome as always. Uh, sorry about the updates for the charity. Still working through the numbers. We'll have the, an update for you this week. Um, but, you know, Thanks again for everyone who donated to the Ken Anderson Alliance, another great organization that we work with. Um, And other than that, Who Day. Who Day. Tom?
2: Very big win last night. Needs to be equaled with an even bigger win on Sunday. So uh, fantastic job to all the fans last night. You know, I think we have as good a home field advantage as any place in the league. And, uh, you know, the youth and the enthusiasm really, really shows through. So keep it going. Congrats to everybody going down to Nashville. Have fun. Be safe and uh, bring that home field advantage down there. The guys really seem to to win. Are you okay, Jamie? I think so. Yeah, geez, I mean, It's Getting dangerous. There. You better get away from the window. But uh, no, but no, everything else
4: looks the good. Condo's is the condos all windows over there. Jamie's in trouble. Yeah. The Jamie, I need you Yeah. I just put in the chat again the, uh,
0: the tickets for, for Nashville again. If you're planning on going, get your tickets again at the uh, pre-sale price because uh, that will change at midnight. The one thing I really want to um, do tonight is, is, first of all, give a shout-out to everybody that um, watches here, um, that interacts, that uh, gives us feedback. We love it. Um, but so many of the people that are in that chat area are simply just watching the show. Do so much behind the scenes work at the tailgate. You know, you see the people on the screen that are that are busting their tail, and and they are. Whether it's with Tony with um, Charity, Mark filming, Jimmy signing autographs. He's got the toughest job uh, there. But you know, Jamie was with well, Jamie was down there at twelve thirty yesterday setting up. And so many people behind the scenes that don't get the recognition they deserve do so much legwork. Um, we just. From all of us, we appreciate it, whether it's somebody running to across the tailgate, you know how congested it is to get something last night to, to tear down at the end. You know, we all want to get in. Uh, we want to keep the tailgate going as long as we can, um, but we also need to tear down fast so we can go see um, kickoff. So many people uh, chip in, and, and we appreciate it. I'm not going to start naming everybody. You know who you are, and, and from bottom of our heart, thank you for, for everything uh, that you do. And um, to kick the CMA folks, Justin did a great job with the audio last night um, with the stage. That's um, quite the undertaking. Um, Getting that in, getting that out. Um, I thought the sound was awesome last night. So shout out to um, Kickley, Justin, and the
4: rest of the folks at at CMA for um, all their hard work. Jimmy? Yeah, and James, you nailed it, buddy. The other thing I'd like to add to that, again, I'm going to repeat a little bit here. Guys, this is not a, this is not a corporate tailgate where people are making money period. You got Donato's down there bringing 1500 pieces slices, not charging a dime for it. Skyline, a thousand conies. You can do the math. How much is a Coney when you go there? Three or four bucks. I don't know. A thousand of them free. Everything bagel, small family run operation here on the, on the East side of Cincinnati has a couple locations. All those bagels they bring down, they just want to be part of the experience. And, uh, I appreciate those folks for making what has become, without a doubt, I've been to, we've been to so many stadiums across the NFL, college and NFL, the most unique pregame game experience in the NFL, period. And I'm not saying that to brag or boast. I'm just telling you, I've never experienced anything like you guys have built here, and it's fun to watch. The other thing I would like to add, that thing that we missed, the past two games, uh, the, I'm sorry, the first two games this year, the garbage situation has been outstanding. You guys have really taken care of the area, um, cleaning up. Uh, it's, it's night and day from what it was last year. And that really means a lot to us because I have been down in the morning after a tailgate with snow shovels uh, before uh, picking up garbage and, and stuff like that. So I appreciate everybody for making sure you keep our city clean and our tailgate clean. A clean tailgate is a happy tailgate. Thanks, to everybody, for that. Uh, I look forward to seeing everybody down in Nashville for sure. Uh, this is the Ted Karras game. Uh, as we know, it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, also, I would like to thank uh, FOCO. We gave away a couple items at the tailgate yesterday from FOCO. There was a little kid. I was just looking through the crowd for a kid. And the first kid I came to, a baby. he was like 12 years old. Kid from Mason has a Sam Hubbard FOCO bobblehead. The kid smiled ear to ear. Dad came back to me later in the tailgate. He says, I don't know if the Bengals are going to win or lose, but his highlight of the day is going to be this bobblehead. Thank you, Foco, for for donating those. We're going to give every item that they give us. We're giving away to you, uh, either on social media platforms or uh, podcasts and or at the tailgate. Um, And the other thing we're going to have to do right now is pick a winner for the six cups, uh, the Hoot Cups from Skyline and a $50 gift card. I did randomly pick uh, a a viewer here. Uh, Matt, congratulations. Matt, I think you've been a viewer for a very long time. We're over four years into this this podcast, Matt, if you can send us a direct message or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you're at, uh, if you're here in Cincinnati, I- I'll meet up with you to get you the, the cups and a gift card. Um, if you're not, when you come in for a game, you have to use that $50 gift card. Uh, but uh, make sure you send us a message some way, somehow, and we'll make sure we get these cups to you. So, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you here next Tuesday uh, talking about a two-and-two two Cincinnati Bengals. Good day, everybody. Good day. Right. Safe, Jamie. Be safe. Uh, okay. <laughs>
5: Great. thanks guys. Good day everybody.